in terms of structuring your company, it's super personal. It's got to work for you. Make sure you're building a right next thing in terms of your org structure so you're clear on who you're hiring and why. And then also make sure you're clear on the skill sets and the attributes for that role and you're not just hiring or promoting from internally because you've got a need for, to fill that role. That's only going to result in pain and frustration down the track because you've got the wrong person in the wrong role. Okay, team. So in today's video, I want to talk to you about how to structure your company. So I'm fresh off an amazing uh, boardroom group coaching session with everyone today where the conversation turned to like org structure, company structure, um, and how to make sure that you're setting your company up correctly for the growth of your business. And so what I want to cover in today's um, video or episode is a couple of different things. Um, one, in terms of like really it's your business and it's you and like so org structures and company structures are deeply personal. And so like I've had a lot of clients, you know, in boardrooms say, hey, could you have a template for an org structure or a company structure? And I do, I've got heaps of templates, but I always say as I'm handing them over, like your company structure is deeply personal. It's actually no one business is the same and it's up to you as the business owner. Not only up to you, but it's your your right to structure the business how you would like it in terms of, you know, do you bring on more directors? Do you have a general manager, operations manager? Do you do team leaders? Do you break your, do you break your teams up into disciplines or into teams or into project project groups and that sort of thing? So the first thing to be really aware of is in terms of structuring your company is that it's deeply personal. It's up to you and the other directors in your business to work out a company structure that works for you. Because if you're someone that wants to, as an example, as your business grows, you want to sort of stay involved and you still, there's a couple of key client projects that you'd like to, or key clients and their projects that you'd like to stay on, as an example. That's a very different structure to a director or a suite of directors that are eventually are building the business so that they are purely vision, strategy and growth and they've got nothing to do with the day to day. So it's really important to think about as you're wanting to put your structure in place and thinking about, you know, the next 10 years sort of horizon in terms of where you're taking the business and what you want it to look like is it has to deeply fit in with what's important to you. Do you want to build a lifestyle business where you only work 10 or 20 hours a week and it runs without you? Or do you have years and years and years ahead of you and you'd still like to be really involved in the day to day, but would like some some more technical support or only involve, involved in a certain number of projects. So it's really important to think about as you're visualizing and mapping out your company structure that it has to work for you. Can't work the other way around. You're not working for your company. Your company is working for you. So it's really important for you to map that out first and make sure that make sure the structure fits you, your lifestyle, your family, and what you're wanting to create. So that's kind of the first thing. Structure is deeply personal and it's got to match you. And just because your buddy down the road or your competitor in the next next street away is, is structured their company a certain way, doesn't mean you have to do it. It's deeply personal. You can do whatever the heck you want because it's your business. The second thing is it's really important to map out your org chart or your company structure in phases. So it can be quite daunting if you're a single business owner, you're doing a million or you're doing a $2 million revenue right now and you're 
mapping out your org chart for 10 years time, it can be quite daunting to look at that. It's important to do that. And you know, I definitely encourage you to do that in terms of a bit of an end game for what you want your ultimate business structure to look like. But it's really, really important to build an org chart for the next phase. So as an example with my clients, you know, over the next 12 months, I'm getting them to build their org structure for 12 months time because that's going to inform key hires. Who are they looking to bring into the business? Who do they need to get recruiters working on to kind of fill roles? It informs revenue, growth, profit, all those sorts of things. And so it's really important to have a next iteration of company structure for the next 12 months built and prepared so you know what you're working towards. Of course, that 12-month company structure has to fit in with your overall business vision in terms of your org structure and company structure and where you're ultimately wanting to take the business. But it's really important to have a next iteration. In the next 12 months, we're going to go from 20 employees to 30 employees. And these are the 10 key roles that we're going to recruit for. These are, you know, your org structure as it stands is in blue and you've just got little red boxes for key hires that you want to make in the next, next 12 months. Because that then, in your own head, makes it so easy and so crystal clear about where you're taking the business in the next 12 months and the people that you need to recruit for. It also means, and I can't tell you how often this happens, that when a good candidate comes across, you might meet them at a networking event, they might be at a family barbecue, they might just contact you out of the blue because they've heard amazing things about you. If you don't know who you're hiring for in the next 12 months and what you want your org structure to look like, you might completely miss that opportunity. But if you're in, if you're clear on what you want the business to look like in the next 12 months, and you know, you've got 10 key hires to make as an example to hit that those growth projections. And like I said, you're at a family barbecue or a networking event and you're talking to this person, immediately your radar's going off to go, oh my gosh, this person would be amazing for the senior designer role, or this would be a person would be amazing for the general manager that we're thinking about bringing into the business. Hey, here's my card. Let's have a chat. Like I'd love to talk to you about a potential role in our business. Just means that your radar is always on and you're never going to miss an opportunity that might just walk in the door or walk across your path to as, as a perfect ideal candidate that will fit nicely into that org chart that you've created and that you know and are clear about that you're working towards. So that's the second thing I wanted to cover. The third thing is I was talking with a client today and they were saying, I want to I build myself out of the business. Like I really want to focus. I'm, I'm too heavily involved in projects and I want to restructure the company a bit so that I want to promote a couple of people from within the business to, to take on like more, more running the business. And I want to kind of step away and focus more on strategy, vision, growth, you know, where I'm taking the business. And I'm like, oh, okay, are those people the best suited for that role? Do you know what that role looks like? You know, are you clear on the, the, the traits and the attributes of that particular role and who, you know, if you went to market tomorrow to recruit for that person, like, and the ideal candidate worked, walked through the door, what would they look like? And some of my clients are like, no, Josh, of course I haven't done that. But it's really important. Like sometimes that we... Sometimes we just go, oh, I need to, I just need to promote you and you to come run the business for me because I want to go focus on strategy, vision, direction and do less stuff in the business. But is, are they the best people for that role? 
like it's really important like when you're particularly for key hires like general managers operations managers team leaders that sort of thing that you're actually really clear on the 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 personality style the traits the attributes the strengths of people of the ideal candidate for that role before you even think about putting a face into that box or before you even go to market and start to recruit so for key roles you've got to be very very clear on who would the ideal candidate look or sorry what would the ideal candidate look like for this role and then once you're super clear like for an ops ops manager or general manager it's great attention to detail it's great with people it's good with finances it's good with reporting it's ability to create reports and send them up the chain to the board like you wanted to get you want to get really clear on who that person is what do they look like what skill sets do they have what values do they have etc 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 so that you're super clear on that role and the person for that role so that when you go to market or when you're assessing internally about an internal promotion you can actually logically assess those people against that criteria as opposed to being emotionally kind of involved and going, oh, I just need someone. I just need to put someone in that role. Yeah, you look good. Jump in. You've been working with me for five years and it's a senior designer who's got no people skills and no disrespect to senior designers. Plenty of senior designers have good people skills. Um, but it's just, you get me. It's the wrong person for the wrong role. And so as you're building out your org chart and for particularly for key hires and key roles, you have to get very clear on who you want in that role before you even think about going to market, talking to recruiters or starting to assess your team internally. So that's probably all I wanted to cover in today's today's episode. So, you know, in terms of structuring your company, super, it's super personal. It's got to work for you. Make sure you're building a right next thing in terms of your org structure so you're clear on who you're hiring and why. And then also make sure you're clear on the on the skill sets and the attributes for that role and you're not just hiring or promoting from internally because you've got a need for, to fill that role. That's only going to result in pain and frustration down the track because you've got the wrong person in the wrong role. So team, that's it for me today. If you'd like to keep doing this journey on your own, I obviously have heaps of free content and free resources for you to keep building a business on your own. But if you'd like some help, if you'd like some help building a profitable, successful engineering consultancy, I'd love to help please reach out, just comment the word boardroom below and I'll have a, you know, I'd love to have a chat to you about joining our boardroom program and joining a whole bunch of other amazing business owners on the same journey. That's it for me today. Talk to you soon. Hi there. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the episode as much as I did. Don't forget, if you'd like some help growing yourself, your team or your business even faster, head over to my website, www.coachignite.com for more resources. We'll book in a call and we'll map out a plan together for you to move forward with confidence. Don't forget also to hit the subscribe button so you get notified about future episodes. Take care, my friends, and see you again soon.